Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money podcast. It is Wednesday, April 21st. Mark, do you know that this is a anniversary of sorts kind of day for me? Do you know that? Um, uh, no, it's a many, many year anniversary. Do you want to try to give a guess? You're going to love this. <laughs> well, Mark, 30 years ago today, I got married to my first spouse. You know, if I go in the way back machine, I can tell you that 30 years ago, that momentous occasion, which only ended a year, a month and a day later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened. And it was a, when I tell you guys that I understand that divorce is expensive, that was an expensive year for me. It really was. And you know how there are so many people who said, oh, well, we were young and we didn't know what we were doing and I wish him, her well. I don't really feel that way. Mark says, at least I cut my losses quickly. It is true. Listen, I'm going to probably want to do something next year when I can do the 30-year anniversary of my divorce, because that really is a good anniversary. Uh, it was a lovely party. Have I ever showed you my wedding album from wedding number one, Mark? I cannot wait. So next time when you're in the apartment, when you're up here, um, we'll make sure that I show this to you. One of my friends said that I looked, um, the, I said, well, how do you think I look? She goes, I think generally I would say you look nauseous. <laughs> So, um, happy anniversary to me and uh, happy anniversary to all of you who made dumb mistakes in your 20s. We all do it. You know, that's just the deal. And we all make dumb mistakes in our financial lives. And sometimes we make really good, fortunate, happenstance, lucky things happen in our financial lives. It's, it's hard to tell. No judgment here. We all do dumb things at different times in our lives. And so if you need some help navigating your financial life, just give us a holler. Our email address is askjill at jillonmoney.com. That's askjill at jillonmoney.com. If you're on the website, just hit the contact button. And don't forget to tell us if you would like to come on the air with us live, because that is what Taylor did. Taylor's on the line from Virginia Beach. What's going on? How can we help you out? Well, I'm at a bit of maybe even an existential crossroads. I have... Um, so. Maybe it's part social and part financial okay. questions for you. Good. I am 40 years old. My wife is also 40. Next year, we'll have a kid bound for college. And I am ready to start a new chapter mm -hmm. in my life. Um, I've been working for professionally for 20 odd years, and I am good at it, but I'm tired of it. Mm -hmm. And 
Um, I've been following the early retirement kind of crowd for several years, and we're very good savers, but um, I'm not ready to just drink Mai Tais on the beach. Um, I'd like to kind of go into a new field where I don't have to have the pressure of earning money. All right. Besides the desire, which I get, the question is, have you saved enough money or do you have the resources to make that transition? Obviously, you kind of have to have killed it in some part of your life or be independently wealthy, right? Then we could see whether you can do that. So tell us a little bit about what the last 20 years has been like in terms of you guys saving. Well, um, we're reasonably frugal, but not, you know, burning candles at night. And we uh, have managed to put away maxing out our 401ks and IRAs for several years. And so we save probably about 90000 a year. And our income gross is about one sixty-five, one seventy. Wow. That's an amazing savings rate. It took a long time to get to that rate. but Okay. But you have a kid, right? You, don't, you have one kid only or a couple? One kid. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. How much money is in the 401k IRA? What's in the bucket of retirement assets so far? So 401k combined um, between my wife and I, there's 250 in one and in the other is about 150. Okay, great. And IRAs? So between traditional and Roth combined, we've got, let's see, 275, 80, 60, 50, <laughs> not that good at math. All right, keep going. 275, I got it, I got it. I think I'm good. 275, so like it's actually pretty close, like uh, 450-ish. 450, yeah, that feels okay. about right. Okay. Um, but there's one other traditional IRA that's not in that. Okay. And several years ago, I managed to get some cryptocurrency into a traditional IRA. Really? How'd you do that? I used a, a service that, was kind of well known. It was a little costly to get it in there percentage wise, but I rolled $10,000 from an old IRA into, or an old 401k into this service. Mm -hmm. And today it's worth about just south of 500,000. O-M-G. Okay. Sorry. I'm just, I'm just having a moment here. So, So wait a second. So there's money that's in there. Where, where is this IRA held? What you know? It's weird. It sort of feels like this is the way that a lot of people end up holding real estate. That there is like a way. There's a very funky way that you can have a real estate asset inside of a retirement account through these one of these expensive purveyors of such accounts. So is this a? Is it now? Are you sure that everything's all legit? No one's going to come in later and be like, "Oh no, you owe us the tax on da 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 da." I am reasonably sure it is a legitimate service. Okay. Um, and it's the same kind of service where you can put gold and silver and yep. that sort of thing. Okay, good. So, Okay. You said something else. I'm sorry. I interrupted you because I was so excited about 500 grand <laughs> in the rollover IRA. You also said you were about to say something else, that there's 500 in there, but, and I think there was something else that was there other something well, else? Well, back when I did this, the 10,000 grew within about four months to about 150. Mm-hmm. And then I took 70 and rolled it right back into the same IRA that it came from in the first place. Uh So this is what's left over. So I have that in a traditional IRA. And the last like big investment is um, basically it's sitting on a thumb drive and that's about 490,000. Wait a minute. 
<laughs> Let's just go through these numbers again so I make sure I have it. So we've got the rollover IRA that's 500 grand. And then you said there is another piece that's in a traditional IRA in it. What's in there? I'm sorry. The rollover IRA mm-hmm. is is 275. Okay. The crypto IRA is about 500. Okay. And then what else beyond that? Okay. Did you just say something else about another bit of, is there a crypto anywhere else besides that one account with 500 grand in it? Yes. There are two crypto accounts. One is the IRA. Yep. The second one is just crypto that I store myself, and, and that is 486. Okay, thank you. So now we got a million dollars. Thank you. And um, that's if pretty I, good. If I may, yes. Should scare anyone. <laughs> well, I mean, you you do have quite a bit of your net worth in one asset class. Yeah, um, no kidding. <laughs> you guys live in a house? We do. Um, actually, crypto paid for that house outright. Oh, That's my God. How much is that worth? 400000 And you're not going anywhere. I'm not. Mark's laughing in the background, everybody. He just, may I he's, say he's something like, it's here. unbelievable. May, may I say something? Yes. I, I have long advocated to anyone that asks that this is a ridiculous thing to do. And I have never recommended anyone buy it. And yet you are a millionaire because of it. And by by happenstance. In part, yeah. Right, right. Okay. It's amazing. So so my concern with all this, first of all, as you said, is being completely off balance in asset allocation. Mm -hmm. Um, My cost basis for what I have left, (laughs) I hope you're sitting down, is about $150. (laughs) In total. Let's call it zero. Um, exactly. Except that the 500 grand in the IRA. Well, uh, correct. I'm sorry. Yeah, right. You're, you're correct. So it's a, it's probably about $80 for the, for the taxable long-term cap gains. We got to get some of that out of there though. Right. One thing first, and I know it's a long way off. I'm with this much in traditional IRAs. I'm concerned about minimum distributions in the future. Second, it's just completely off balance. Since we have um, our, our kiddos college coming up, we have 70,000 in a 529 for him already. Okay. And my parents have another 40, you know, hashtag mm-hmm. blessed, right? Mm-hmm. But I realized that it's possible to use traditional IRA funds for qualified education expenses. Mm-hmm. And I thought maybe that's one vehicle that we could use to move money out of this traditional IRA. Let's just talk about this for a second. So right now on 165 or 170 grand in in your dual income, you want to take a step to the side. You are willing to say, I'll work, but I don't want to work in the same way. So I want to just break that down first. So obviously you have a bunch of money that's saved. You don't have $5 million saved, but you have a lot of money saved. And you'd certainly have an opportunity to make a change. My question to you would be, would you and your wife basically go from that 165 or 170 to zero? Or would you think she'd keep working in her current role? Like, how do you see that play out? That's a great question. My my wife is uh, does intend to keep working, um, at least for another 10 years or so. Mm-hmm. She's also 40. And with that benefit at the end of the term, we actually would gain uh, lifetime health care for the family. Huge. Yeah, huge. If I just stopped tomorrow, that would take our household income to about 65000 
So now, why is that so interesting to me? I mean, I think that that's interesting because now you have a real planning opportunity, Mm -hmm. right? I am inclined to think that, you know, income-wise, sure, could you, you know, move money from the IRA to education, but, you know, you're going to end up paying for, you got the money in the 529 already. Is this kid going to private school or public school? What do you think? Probably public. Okay. 25, 30 grand a year. Is that about it? I had been budgeting 30-ish. You don't need that much money. Don't go crazy with the whole IRA thing. I mean, I might be more inclined to just say like, let me just sell some of the taxable crypto account, pay my long-term capital gains rate at, you know, worst case 15%, right? Because you don't have to do that much and start peeling that off. Basically staying in that, staying in that 15% bracket to take some of this money off the table seems like a good idea to me. Well, my my thought actually had been if I did stop uh, working and our household income went to sixty five, we could actually still contribute nineteen five to my wife's four hundred one k. Absolutely. And then withdraw with zero capital gains tax up to seventy eight. Right. AGI. Right. Eighty ish. It's eighty thousand eight hundred. Yeah. Absolutely. If you can do that, I mean, you can't get enough money off the table to lighten your your concentration, right? So I'm just saying that even if you, I don't know how much we should take off the table. I mean, like at least that 80 for sure, right? Like up to the 80 and that gets you like college is done or college slash your first year of figuring out what comes next. How would you feel if your 486 account went to 200 in the next two months? I've been involved in this in this crypto nonsense since 2012, mm-hmm. and I'm very accustomed to seeing plus or minus 20% in a day. But I always had a good salary to fall That's back what I was going to say. Right. You might feel differently if that's like, oh, wait a minute, that's actually my transition fund account. Right. Well, we, we have 70000 in a taxable investment account mm-hmm. and thereabouts, and then about 30000 in cash. I mean, you can do it. You can do it. What If you look at your new chapter, I think that you'll be able to do it because you're not telling me you're going to stop working, right? You got 10 years where you're going to continue accumulating assets. You have concentration risk. You have real risk here. And I am more inclined to, I mean, look, if you sell money from the IRA account and you make that liquid, right? Then you don't have the risk there. You have risk you have risk in both places, right? Your risk in the IRA account is that, you know, if you make that, let's call it 500 grand in cash, then you are less concentrated, but you have to start to try to figure out if you want to convert that, right? What I think is there has to be some methodology to this. How much money do you really think that we want to keep in crypto that makes you feel comfortable with like, okay, the next 10 years, I'm cool. And my guess is that you need to have of this total million dollars, I think you're going to need 50 grand a year. Does that make, does that seem reasonable to you? Just That seems reasonable. Mm -hmm. So we got to get half of the money off the table. We got to get half the money off the table. The most efficient way to get that off the table may be just to do it in the IRA because there's no tax due. But as you point out rightly, you could find yourself in a higher tax bracket down the line. Or you can try to convert as much as you can in the next couple of years at the long-term capital gains rate of zero, 
<laughs> while you can and slowly convert the IRA with an eye towards saying, I need, I want to try to have 50 grand a year come from these accounts to supplement. Now, this whole thing can turn around because you might get a new job where you say your new chapter is like, and we'll get to like the real life thing, but the financial part is that you might say, I'm making as much money as I was before. I don't actually need this money, which is fine. It's still okay to have less of ri less risk in this one thing called crypto, right? So the thing that I think is important is you've taken the risk, you've made the money, you've already taken some money off the table along the way. I think we need to take another half off now and we need to do it in the most efficient way possible. And so I think that it is a combination of staying in the long-term capital gains rate of zero, but also taking some money out of that IRA crypto and being able to say, I don't have to pay any tax on it. There's no long-term, there's no gains on that, but that money is sitting in there that I know I have a tax liability. And you know, you'll have to deal with that at some point. So roll that money yeah. into a, into a, a, back into a traditional. Exactly. Hour. Even if and it's then, some portion of it. And then that frees me up to do a Roth conversion in right the future on. or something. Yep. Okay. So we need you to kind of get you like where this, you know, obviously if you leave your job, the money in your 401k is going to go to a rollover IRA and, you know, then you're going to, you're going to want to have everything in one place ish. And you can start converting it over time, slowly. And let's see what you do next. The new chapter might be that, like you say, I am doing something, I'm making money, I don't, or I'm making much less money, I'm staying in these tax brackets. But we have to certainly be aware that the risk that you have is that tax rates change before you're actually done with this process. It's okay. So what? You've, you've, you've already made the hard money. Like, it's like, you've already done this thing. Like, and, and, and so if you had to pay taxes, big deal, but I don't think you need to do it all at once. And because you can manage the ride. Look, if you were 60 years old and you're like, oh my God, I just took the hugest risk of my life and I'm never going through that again. But you know, you can, you do have skills and you can go back and do work. And I don't know if this should be an existential crossroads as much as it's just a transition plan. And I think that the transition plan is really exciting. It really is. I just think that you should have some of that money set aside, earmarked, and ready to go. As real money. You betcha. Instead of phony, funny well, it's money. Not, I wouldn't say it's funny money, <laughs> but I would say that it is, um, it's a gift. It's kind of like, it's like if you had a great grandparent who left you stock, right? And it's all in one stock. Like if you said, hey, my great grandmother worked for IBM. And I just inherited a million dollars of IBM stock. Now tell me, you tell me, would you feel comfortable having a million dollars in IBM stock? Of course, you'd say like, that's ridiculous. I'm not keeping all that money in IBM stock. But you might want to slowly figure out a way to do it in, a, in a, you know, again, it's tax efficient or whatever. All of this is to, be, to say that you have been fortunate slash smart slash fortunate to be able to put yourself in this place. You haven't gone crazy with this. You have the opportunity. I don't want, I want to like lift that existential crossroads off your back. I hear it a little bit in your voice and whatever it is, like your puritanical worth, work ethic, it's like you are entitled to start a new chapter when something really good happens, right? You are. And I think you should. I just think we need to be smart about making sure that you have the money that's set aside to allow this to happen and to let the next 10 years be incredibly fun and, and exciting and go wherever you guys want to go. Like the worst case scenario for me, if I, if I were you right this second that I would put in your world just to consider is that 
you dither around a little bit. And then all of a sudden the SEC is like, oh, actually we're clamping down on all cryptos. You can't hold it in an IRA account and you can't do this and you can't do that. And the thing plunges and now your million dollars turns into $200,000 and you've lost your opportunity to start your new chapter. That would bum me out. Yeah, I think that's the minimum that that would do to me. Yeah, Bum me out. yeah exactly. <laughs> so let's take advantage of it. And you know what? You can keep as much as you're really comfortable keeping. Like I'm very wimpy. I wouldn't keep a half a million of my million, but let's say you you can. But of my million, I want to make sure I very, very much want to make sure that we fund this new chapter. You're funding a new business. It's called Taylor 2.0. And it. and that is going to be funded with this largesse. Like pretend a private equity company just dumped a half a million dollars in your lap. Now go do it. That's what I want you to do. I love it. Is I that good? It. I love it. Thank you so much. You're awesome. I love that you got in touch with us. We're just mild. We're all mildly jealous. Let's be clear. We all are. But you know what? This can happen in any business. It can be the Microsoft millionaires we used to talk about or the Amazon millionaires. So you've been smart and we wish you the best of luck and stay in touch with us because we really want to hear what happens next in 2.0. Great. Thank you both so much. All right. If you are not exactly like Taylor, maybe you didn't get onto the crypto bandwagon as early as he did. Or maybe you got just a normal question like, hey, I make $165,000 or $170,000 as a household, and I just want to learn how that kind of person saves ninety grand a year. If that's you, if you want help, if you want us to hold your hand, if you've got big decisions to make, give us a holler. Our email address is askjill at jillonmoney.com. Our website is jillonmoney.com. Hit the contact button. Tell us if you'd like to come on the air, just like Taylor did. And as always, wash your hands wear your masks, maintain your physical distancing, and please put your hands metaphorically on someone's back. Do something nice for someone today. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. 